Good morning. I'm here again. You're just going to see me all day long. Um, can we just give a round of applause for our students and all of those who are, who have been leading us today in worship? What a blessing. What a blessing. And you're about to get another blessing right here. You've already seen her this morning, but um, in case you also don't know, I'm Nikki Fox. I'm one of the student ministers here along with uh, Nicholas Wynn, who was up here earlier. And we are just blessed to get to see firsthand what the Lord is doing um, in this generation. I don't want to say the next generation because they're here, right? They are the ones um, that are going to keep bringing the torch of Jesus followers. And we are just blessed in this church family to have students who want to serve and who want to use their gifts and their talents for the Lord. And that is a blessing and something that we do not take um, for granted here in our church family. We always want to encourage and uplift um, giftings. And um, this lady right here is, um, as you're going to find out this morning, just as genuine as they come. And she is a light for Christ. And she is bold in her faith. And I'm so thankful that she has said yes um, to step out of her comfort zone this morning to share the word with you. So I'm going to pray and then we're gonna dig right in. So Father, thank you so much for today. I thank you for this day that we get to celebrate um, the class of 2023. I'm thankful for this moment where we get to share your word together as a family. So God, would you open our minds? Would you open our hearts? Would you open our ears to receive what you have for us? Even as we just sang in that last song, um, it's what we're gonna continue talking about this morning, that we are a child of God and that is what we get to declare together, that we are in Christ. So we pray this all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Fulfilling our purpose on earth begins with discovering our identity in the Lord. It opens a way for us to walk in continual communion with Christ and release his will upon earth. I know that probably makes you ask yourself, who am I and what is my purpose? I know it's so crazy that I just read your mind, but um, <laughs> the Lord has given us scripture that tells us who we are and we can... Um, read it to find out. So if you look in Genesis 1:21, it says, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, made male and female. He created them. God created us in the image of himself. Like, and then we can also see this in Psalms 139, 13 through 14. Um, for you are formed in my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We are created not by us on purpose. Amen. Um, when we think of people who lived confidently in their identity and their faith, we can immediately think of Jesus. Um, throughout all of scripture, we see how he was not afraid to tell people who he was and be confident in it. Um, Jesus' identity, not only God can give you your identity, even though we look to other things, like worldly things and people, um, the only person who can tell us who our identity is, is God. Um, we can see this all throughout Jesus' life, but specifically in Mark 1, 9 through 13. Throughout that scripture, that's where Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist, and then he goes into the wilderness and is tempted by Satan. And then we can also see this in 2 Peter 1, 17 through 18. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Jesus knows where his identity is, and he is confident in it. 
Um, and not only Jesus knows who he is and what his identity is, also his followers do as well. We can see this throughout scripture of people coming to him, knowing who he is and trusting in him. But specifically in Mark, Matthew 16, 13 through 17. Mm. So in this scripture, um, Jesus is talking with his disciples and he asks them, who do people say that the son of man is? And their answers are like prophets. Some say John the Baptist, others say Moses. And then Jesus goes on to say, who do you say that I am? Mm. And then Peter comes and Peter says, um, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Mm. They knew who his identity is. They knew that he was the son of God. God revealed to them his identity. Mm. Um, so that kind of makes me ask myself, and I don't know if you've ever asked yourself this, but what have you ever asked the Lord to reveal your identity and asking the Lord what your identity is? So right now, I'm going to invite you to take just a few minutes to ask the Lord um, what your identity is and who he says that you are. Hopefully, you got to hear the Lord and he gave you a word or something like that. Mm. But um, later on in scripture, if we look in Galatians 2.20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Yes. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. When God looks at us, he sees enough. Jesus in the cross made us enough. When God looks at us, he sees worthy. In Christ, if Christ is your identity, you will show Christ to people. You don't always have to speak it. Christ can be shown through your actions because if you wear Christ on you, people will be able to see that you are different, whether it's that you serve coffee differently or whatever else, you smile more, all the things. They'll be able to see Christ in you. Mm -hmm. Identity dictates our actions and the life that we live. It gives us our center, our calling, and our community, and what we are created for. Amen. Um, so we get to talk about what it means to be in Christ. And so Kate set up the groundwork beautifully, right? From the very beginning, we find out who we are, that we are a child of God. So one of the things that identity dictates is our center, right? Um, this core of who we are, it's our foundation. And um, you'll find in culture and other places, right, it's kind of popular to say, find your center, come back to your center, what's your true center? And for us, that's our identity as a child of God, that we are in 
Christ. That's what we get to constantly come back to, right? Because we live in a world, we live in a culture that wants to put us off balance. We want, we live in a culture that wants to throw us um, in so many different ways and pull us in so many different directions. And it's like, okay, where am I going? Who am I? What am I doing? And when we know that we can come back to our center, I'm a child of God and I am in Christ, right? That's the core of who we are. That is where we get to stand. That is where we get to live. Um, a spiritual discipline that I've been practicing lately is centering prayer. And it is completely against my personality. If you know me, you know I love to talk probably more than I love to listen or be quiet. Um, but it's been such a gift um, because I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm praying, when I'm talking to the Lord, I get really distracted. My mind kind of starts going in a million different directions. And in centering prayer, it's not really talking, not giving a list, not really going through all the wants and needs. It's really just what it is centering on Christ. And typically you have a word or a phrase um, that brings you back to center, right? It brings you back to Jesus and who he is. And so one that I really love um, coming back to is the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. So when my mind starts wondering, when the to-do list comes into my mind, I just get to come back to that word or that phrase. Or sometimes it's just simply Jesus. Sometimes it's a picture maybe that he's given you or a picture that he just gave you a few moments ago um, when we took some time. But again, in this world, when we get pulled in so many different directions, we're able to come back to our center because our identity is in Christ. Another thing that's really hard about coming back to our center and our identity is that we have an enemy that also wants to distract us by lying to us, right? He's the great deceiver. He is the great liar. And so in those moments when you are distracted and when you don't know where your identity is, he's gonna come with those lies and say, that's not who you are. This is who you are. Who do you think you are? He's gonna come with all those questions. And one way um, that we get to defeat the liar is with truth, right? And where do we find truth? We find it in scripture. We find it just like Jesus did um, when the father revealed his identity. You are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So when the enemy comes to attack our identity, we have power in the truth. And we get to declare not only with our mouths and our minds and our hearts and our spirits who we are in Christ. So we're actually gonna do that together this morning. Um, I've got a slide up here um, with several different declarations and um, with scripture, scripture references. If you want to, you can take a picture of this. Um, just in a way, uh, every day, again, when you are, um, when your identity is attacked, when the lies start coming against you, we have power to speak out with our mouths what is true and what is said about us. So we're gonna read these together. I am a child of God. I am a son of daughter of God, and he is my father. I am united with God and one in spirit with him. I am loved by God. I am at peace with God and reconciled to him. I am a new creation. The old is gone. I am righteous and holy. 
I am complete in Christ and have all I need. Isn't that powerful? The Lord has given us everything that we need to defeat the enemy, to come back to our center in Christ. So again, I wanna encourage you on those days um, when it's hard, when you don't remember who you are or when the enemy comes against your identity, these are the truths that we get to proclaim. And something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me this week that I've like never um, noticed, but um, what is one of God's names in the Old Testament? I am. When Moses asked, who shall I say sends us? He said, tell them that I am who I am sends us. So isn't it fun that the truth that we get to speak over our lives, these phrases that begin with I am, reflect the character of the one who made us. So the one who is I am gives us these statements to declare who we are in him, which is so powerful. Um, Again, it's really important to declare these things with our mouths, with our minds, and with our spirits. And something else that I wanna encourage you all in, maybe um, even in that moment a few moments ago when Kate invited us to hear from the Lord with our identity, Maybe you feel like you've never heard the Lord spoke to you outside of scripture or outside of a brother or sister in Christ encouraging you or in his word. But I wanna encourage you that in John 10, what does it tell us? That we have a good shepherd. He speaks to us and we can know his voice, right? We can know his voice. So I wanna encourage you to take time out to quiet yourself, to ask God to speak to you, to ask God to continue to reveal who he has created you to be so that he can solidify the truth in your mind and in your heart and in your life because we all have our center in Christ, this firm foundation that we get to stand on Right. It also tells us um, in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, that we have a firm foundation, that when things come against us, when lies, when circumstances come against the truth of who we are, our center is our foundation in Christ. And that cannot be shaken. If we are on the true foundation of the rock, we cannot be shaken because we have our center in Christ. God has given everyone a calling and a purpose. Your calling might not be what you thought it was, but the Lord has given each and every one of you a calling specifically made for you. My whole life, I thought I was gonna be an elementary school teacher, and then he has closed those doors, and now I am pursuing ministry. And that wasn't always an easy choice, but having that faith in God and trusting in God and having my identity in God, I'm now confident in that choice. You don't have to be in ministry or wear the title of preacher, youth minister, elder to be able to do the work of the Lord or have a calling. That is the beauty of our Lord. If we live in Christ and have Christ as our identity, people will be able to see Christ in you. In Colossians 3.17, it says, In whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. People will be able to see Christ in you because you have this calling and you're living by this calling. They will see that you stand out and they will see that you are different and it is a good different. Listening to your calling, it can be difficult, but the Lord has given us a helper. The Lord has given us Holy Spirit to help lead us. 
In Galatians 5, it mentions, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with Spirit. Um, Flipped one more two-page, sorry, all the things. (laughs) Um, But if we listen to our calling, we are also keeping in step with Spirit like we're called to do. If you are confident in your identity, listening to your calling will be easier. Amen. So our identity dictates our call, our center. It dictates our calling. And the last thing it dictates is our community. So I want you guys to look around the room. Look to your left. Look to your right. Look up in the balcony. These are your brothers and your sisters. This is the community of God. This is the family that we are called into because we are in Christ. So in 1 John 3, verses 1 and 2, this is what it said. See what a great love the Father has lavished on us. And that we should be called what? Children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him So dear friends, now we are children of God and what will be has not yet been made known, but we know that when Christ appears, we will be like him for we shall see him as he is. Just like your earthly earthly family, your last name, right, bonds you to each other, whether you like it or not, correct? Um, Our last name binds us to our family, It tells us who our community is. And it's the same that we have the same father, right? If we all have God as our father, that means we are all related. We are all children of his. We get to say, you're my brother. You're my sister. You are my community. You are my family. We are also created in his image, which is such a gift that also tells us, oh, I see you. I see God in you. That means we're family. That means we are connected. When we know and truly embrace our identity, that's when we find our community. I think it's so beautiful that we call this the family at fourth. This is your community. I hope and pray that you've found that here. If you haven't, if you're new, if you're just joining us, man, we would love for this to be your community. We would love for you to find a family here in Christ. The other beautiful thing is if you looked around, you notice, hey, that person probably doesn't look like me. That person doesn't have the same job as me. That person probably doesn't live in the same neighborhood as me. And that's the other beautiful thing about our community is that we are different. Christ has given us all different giftings, different attitudes, different personalities, different callings, as Kate talked about. But again, we still get to say that we are one through God the Father. We are one in Christ. In 1 Corinthians 12, it's this beautiful chapter. I'm not gonna read all of it, but he goes through and he talks about all these different giftings and all these different things that the Lord has blessed each one of us with. And he says, you can't function without each other. You bring something to the table that we need. You bring something to the table that we need. You bring something to the table that we need. Just like a beautiful church potluck, right? Somebody's got to bring the fried chicken, even though I wouldn't eat it. Somebody's got to bring that salad that's not salad. It's actually like jello dessert that's called salad, right? Somebody's got to bring the sweet tea, the unsweet tea for those that can't drink that. Um, you know, 
That's the beauty of coming around the table as the family of God. We each get to bring our own selves and say, this is it. Because we are in Christ, this is the community, the beautiful, diverse, yet unified community that we get to live in. It also says um, in Ephesians 4, 15 and 16, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, our father, the head of the family, from whom the whole body, everybody, right, joined and held together by which every joint, when it is equipped and is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. When each one of us come and say, I know I'm a child of God, I am in Christ, you are my brother, you are my sister, and you are my community, you are my identity. Isn't that beautiful? That we get to be part of that. Who knew that your identity did all this, right? You probably didn't know that until you came here this morning, or maybe you did, and it was just fun to be reminded together. Our identity assures us that we will never walk this road alone. You have a family. You have a community, and it is in Christ. So as we wrap up today, we're going to finish where Kate beautifully started us off this morning. Fulfilling our purpose on earth begins by discovering our identity in the Lord. It opens the way for us to walk in continual communion with Christ and release his will upon the earth. So we are gonna sing out, we are gonna declare as we already have, but we are gonna um, continue to speak with our voices and with our hearts what the Lord has declared over us through this last song this morning. So would you stand together and sing with us because we are in Christ.